0: What's good, everybody? It's your boy Anonymous, the author, aka Anonymous Rap Guy, and I am back with another Ohio BBW Podcast Network interview. Today we have the awesome, the fantastic, the cool, the laid back, the writer, apparently, and the uh, <laughs> super energetic, lazy, Miss Rosie Jean. How are you doing today, ma'am?
1: I am doing fantastic. I'm glad to be here. How are you
0: doing? I can't complain. A little toasty, but uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Best way to be <laughs> Um, so I figured today we will just give, uh, the fans what they've been asking for. Just give a quick little rundown of who you are. Oh, quick little rundown of who you are, what you've been into and, um, let everybody get to know you. Oh, sorry guys, little glitch. I'm going to run that back for just a second. I lost audio for just a moment. Can you say something real quick for me?
1: One, two, three, four. There we
0: four. go. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to run it back to the top. So I figured today we're just going to give our fans a little rundown on who you are, what you're into, and answer some Q&A questions since you got so very many of them. <laughs> How's that sound?
1: I am so into it. Let's go. <laughs> All
0: right, cool. So I guess first things first, Um, since I'm clearly uh, stalking your profile at this point, <laughs> um, I noticed that it says a couple things in the header of your profile that I want to mm-hmm. uh, touch on. It says aspiring author. Can you tell? Can you tell us about that?
1: yeah well i mean truth be told i've been on a bit of a writing hiatus but um 2021 i dedicated a lot of my energy in the beginning of the year to um kind of really digging deep into um my trauma my life because my goal is to write a uh autobiographical uh, poetic narrative about the experiences i've lived through wow um because mental health is like such a passion for me one hundred
0: percent.
1: with the amount of things i've experienced in my life i you know i just genuinely believe some people on this earth are born and handed a a stack of things that just create a very unique albeit painful experience that you mm. have to kind of continually grow and learn from absolutely and so like i'm very open about this like i'm diagnosed with cptsd and adhd and have been um since I was I was diagnosed 23 but I've I've had it since I was probably about six so for me um that experience in and of itself and learning about neurodivergency and um the psychology behind how all those things interlink with each other Mm. has been a really important process in in self-discovery uh but also in just understanding those topics as a whole and that's a theme that I want to carry very heavily in my book while I tell uh, some of the stories that I've lived through, because my life, mm-hmm. I'm many things, but I'm not boring. No, that's right.
0: No, that's right.
1: So,
0: so when you say yeah. when you say write your book this is going to be autobi you know autobiographical, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like, so it's my goal is to create a narrative more so through poetry than just like um short storytelling versions or like essay versions i i my goal would be to maybe have a few of those to help interlink some of the poetry mm. but i really like poetry right so of course. for me that's like that's my ultimate goal and right now i i'm, I'm more so in the beginning phases but Last year, I fractured my metatarsal, and with a oh, really wow. intense breakup with someone I had been with for like almost eight years. Oh my goodness. Go yeah. So I relocated, and, and now I'm in Florida, and I've been, you know, I think a lot of my friends and people that follow followed me for a long time have seen the, a major shift in me since I arrived here in uh, October. Major shift 21. like how? how? How
0: would you think they would characterize your shift?
1: Ooh, well, i want to figure out how I want to say this one <laughs> necessarily want to disparage people too much but Mm -hmm. basically i feel like um there were multiple things holding me back in my life Mm. Uh, a lot of it was self-induced a lot of it was external but um in that front you know being completely separate from a situation that wasn't good for anyone made me start to really be able to fully heal and i i have to really say my parents Mm -hmm. have given me an opportunity that many people don't get to have and I've had an opportunity to truly heal Mm -hmm. um because from like 2019 until um about October 2021 Mm -hmm. um I experienced some of the biggest traumas that I've experienced in adulthood um and so because of that because of those experiences and those things that I do want to talk about and explore in my book um which i guess i should probably say now yeah. especially depending on where what questions we are or get asked or whatever some of the things i've been through are probably deserve like a little trigger warning
2: well, <laughs> so, i gotcha um,
1: just i'm gonna just say that right right because you know, i i believe like i said with mental health and all that i just think it's it's yeah i post my titties out on the internet like you know i post those straps, you know right i i do all that and especially more lately my instagram vibe has been a lot more like carefree and lighthearted but
2: mm-hmm.
1: if you go back actually on my instagram there's this thing i don't know if a lot of people are fully aware of it i have tons of instagram highlight reels mm-hmm. and i've i they're labeled NORT, which is the short uh version of like my book workshop title like it's not gonna be my book title right. but it's my goal when i started my book was i started documenting my life in like a vlog type style But I did it through Instagram highlights. Mm. And when I started, I was having maybe, like, anywhere between um, 30 to 40 to max 100 viewers. And now it's, like, minimum, like, 200 upwards to, at my height, like, you know, over 1,000, which for me was, like, oh, my gosh, like, that's crazy. Right. (laughs) I just, to me, I'm just this regular-ass person. Mm. And all of a sudden, you know, since since I moved to Florida and mm. I started like working on myself and absolutely. I started um, I, I started really healing and not feeling as suppressed as I previously did. Um,
0: and people picked up I on really that energy.
1: Like my, my, you what?
0: I said people really pick up on that energy if you're feeling positive yeah, and more energetic. And then, yeah. and
1: absolutely. That process like really um, I opened the floodgates for me mm. in a way like. You know when I when I, I I gained like almost ten thousand followers in like what four months or something like it was crazy.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I just it's just been such an exciting process. Like where my friends and people who used to follow me back when I was like a pizza sister for life admin back in the body positive space in like 2013 till now have seen all the shit I've been through. Wait wait
0: wait. You were what? Break that down.
1: pizza sisters for life was uh, a community on instagram mm-hmm. i don't know if you're familiar with the hashtag at all no no it at all. was never as big as like F Your beauty standards or like um i think like golden confidence was another one mm-hmm. but it was like a it was like a subsector of body positivity
2: okay
1: and i was one of the original admins the page is no longer active okay but um back in the day the body positive space on instagram was such a different place than it is now hmm I gotta be honest. And, and maybe this might come a little, come off a little jaded because I'm like, I consider myself like an SSBBW, like a much bigger girl, right? Mm-hmm. But like some of the like mid-sized, smaller fat people have really co-opted what mm-hmm. body positivity once was. Right. And so that that's sad. And it's been sad for years. This has been happening for a long time. But mm-hmm. like for me, I feel like the golden years, like the, the thing that made me fall in love with my body, the thing that really really made me like learn about social issues and really form who i am today Mm -hmm. um was ironically making the decision to download instagram no joke (laughs) i i i I knew what the term bbw was so i went Mm -hmm. to that hashtag and then that dumped me into this entire community i didn't know existed Mm -hmm. and from there i found friends that i am friends with to this day
2: awesome and
1: this this community that really you know i'm an ex-mormon and so i posted the first time i ever wore a tank top on my first ever instagram (laughs) you know i i and so there was like that was you know recovering from religious trauma that was recovering from all the you know body shaming and the and and just the general self-hatred that i had for myself and i i watched i was able to watch myself go through all that and grow out of it so You know, that's what made me having to delete my Instagram in 2015, like that's what made that so heartbreaking. Because this isn't my first account. Mm -hmm. I had to delete my Instagram when I right after I hit 10K in 2015. Um why was that? Because so essentially it wasn't because of r slash fat people hate on Reddit. I don't know if you're familiar with that at all or not. Not at all. No, um, educate. That was yeah, that was kind of the catalyst. Um Mm -hmm. The the, law, the short of it was my now ex was in a custody battle and um I was being targeted very heavily for about a year to two years on several different web, uh, forums, websites, but it all started on uh, the Reddit r slash chat people hate if you look up, it, up at it now. Mm-hmm. Um, that that reddit was a that subreddit was abolished in 2016 by the CEO of Reddit because it got so out of control
0: right. I mean it's, it's called, called it like, slash hate but I'm sure that it wasn't a positive group so <laughs> no,
1: it was actually um, hell on earth I was almost doxed um, Dang. Uh, at the time when I was making YouTube videos, they were bombarding my videos. Uh, I was told daily to go die, you know, called a ham plant whatever Jeez. It was, you know whatever the hell they were throwing out that week, you know Michelin man whatever unoriginal right whatever stupid thought they could come
0: up with right Right.
1: yeah they can think of right so it was a lot of that but the Mm -hmm. issue was um at the time i had a stalker that i've that up until oh my goodness last year was a problem and i i got i got rid of him but what i figured out was he was kind of the head of all of it because there was a period of time where he was intimately involved in my life mm-hmm. and knew a lot of details and had at one point met me in person and it took a while to figure out that this person was in these hate forums like right. feeding information and he had like saved like nudes of me and like other things of me and had like exploited those and put that all on the out Damn. on his forums listed my family it was truly one of a really traumatic experience yeah and that's so, dark yeah, it, it is right. And so when all that happened, basically one of my ex's exes found it because they had tried to dox my ex mm-hmm. and not my ex at the time. Because mm-hmm. the fun little thing is we were long distance, so they assumed he wasn't real when he in fact very much was. And so um, they like put his email and all this stuff. And so when she googled his email, all these things about me, he they, she forwarded it all to his family, and it was okay. either delete your Instagram and get off the internet or we have to break up because this could be brought up in court as like a safety issue.
2: Dang.
1: So I chose my boyfriend at the right. time. Right, Jeez. So eventually, obviously I came back and, um, it took me about, honestly, about, what is it? Five, six years to like, um, be able to get back on the internet in a public way and it mm. not be a trigger for right. my PTSD.
2: Right.
1: Um, and I've finally gotten back to a space where like, after that experience plus all the childhood bullying at this point like anyone can say literally anything to me and i'm just like okay and
2: right right <laughs> like, right
1: unless you're trying to like literally come kill me with a knife i'm fine right you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> bounces off at this point yeah you are invulnerable geez after everything yeah, you've been no, through my goodness no, yeah so, so so i have a question for you so it sounds like social media has played both a positive and huge you know massively negative in your life uh between the two, which one would you would you say you are pro social media or you're a, or pro. A, pro social media?
1: No, yeah. would... I I I think overall the positive experiences have laid a foundation for me mm. in a way that I just don't know would have been possible. I would not have had the sense of community mm. that I've been able to cultivate through um, the body positive feminist spaces online. Mm. Um, I I believe that you know I wouldn't have such an open understanding of very uh, nuanced topics like gender and racial um, issues that are so prevalent and important. And because um, I, I was raised in, in a rural Georgia um, suburb and you know, it wasn't until I was like in my early 20s and I, I got exposed to these uh, intersectional spaces online that I really, I mean, I think I, I was never racist or close minded in that way, but I was not educated mm-hmm. because I didn't have access to information. And I didn't know. Um, I didn't know to think outside of my own lived experience. And the really? Internet taught me that.
0: Dope, dope. that's really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> so when you said, I mean, now I'm backtracking through things that you've said. So to go back, you said yeah. originally back in the day when you closed down the account, what year did you have to shut down the account?
1: I believe that was in January, like 2015,
0: 2015.
1: I, was, I, I think it was like super early in 2015.
0: When did you yeah. reopen? When did you start the the new account?
1: <laughs> so I forgot the the reason. I think it was just like, I was in a really dark, deep depression after I deleted my Instagram for six months mm. because it felt like they had won.
0: Right,
2: right. Like
1: I knew the real reason why. I knew I was doing it for a little child that I still love. That right. even though we're not together, still my stepchild, mm-hmm. um, a, a child that, has is one of the best people i've ever met and (laughs) even though you know they live a thousand miles away now i still do my best to try to maintain a relationship with them it's not like i want it to be it's awkward Mm. i'm thankful that my because my ex could very easily just say fuck you you know you're not going to talk to them anymore you're not involved in this you're not a parent you know Mm but they know that's not what's in the best interest of their child. And Mm. to his credit, he's always tried really hard to keep his life like that in terms of, of his, of his child. So that's
0: awesome.
1: Yeah. So, and, and so for that reason, you know, that's something that when I was living with them, um, me and um, Rye, you would, would be like this little side voice. I, because of what happened on Fat Heat, because of what I went through, I've never shown their face Right. On my social media.
0: Right. That makes um, sense. Yeah. To
1: protect them. Yeah. So and also my space isn't exactly for kids.
2: Right, right. <laughs> I <got> so, you. So, <laughs> you
1: know, in that regard, um, that's something that I i take very seriously with that. But um Oh shoot, what was your question? I kept myself in your
0: circle. The overall question was the social media and then you started going into the family and everything. And I mean, we were talking about when you reopened your account in twenty in uh, a yeah, six months so after it closed
1: basically we we i broke up with him or i was going no i was going to break up with him and Mm. instead of so in my realization that breaking up with him meant i could make an instagram i made an instagram and my dumb ass accidentally Mm. followed his account when i was going through my burner account (laughs) like i hit follow i didn't mean to because i had i was like he was like working i think and i was going to talk to him in like literally a couple hours right but i wasn't i wasn't doing anything at the time so in in my a, trying to like not be sad about breaking mm. up with him because I didn't necessarily want to. Mm. I genuinely don't even remember the, the catalyst of that break, that breakup. We obviously were broken up for only a couple of days and got back together.
2: Right. But,
1: <laughs> um, and we figured it out basically exactly. um, and made it to where it wasn't an issue mm-hmm. but um but i was like i can't keep hiding i can't do this anymore right. um so that's when i made this current account it was mm-hmm. a different name at the time i think it was like phoenix rose mm-hmm. with two e, so it wasn't that different but mm-hmm. um i made this account because so whatever that first post is it's mm-hmm. it's down at the way bottom right it's
0: at the original but
1: um let me and, look while you're see, talking like, the first, yeah. Like, yeah the first like six posts or so i was like you know my my baby had my my baby his name's Rafi like my cat that I had since I was like six he had like passed away during that Aww. period of time where I wasn't really on the internet and
2: mm-hmm.
1: um all that stuff so I was like posting updates like that and all that so you know for me it was just a, a moment of like trying to reclaim it and then that's when I realized that I wasn't emotionally ready mm. and I would catch like for years of like I'm gonna be more active I'm gonna come back I'm gonna keep posting and then I would do one or two and then I would hide again Mm. And I kept fighting that cycle until, ironically, until I finally fully got cut off from my ex and moved away and, and spent some time here. Like I I started to say earlier, my parents really gave me an opportunity to come here. And I, like the first three months I I lived here, I honestly, I probably didn't get out of bed much. I just, Mm. I literally rested because I, I, I don't want to spend this whole time talking about the trauma and what I've been through and all that. A lot of that's available on my Instagram highlights. A lot of that is going to be touched on in my book. A lot of that it, it's very dark and very heavy, but I mean, you know, surviving sexual assault as an adult for the second time when the first time was when I was so young, right. you know, going through and um, experiencing being put in a place where you realize just how horrific the mental health care is for the disenfranchised of our country is just fucking disgusting 100 heartbreaking and witnessing it with your own eyes because um i was put in a situation where um i arrived at the hospital and they gave me um medication some kind of like i don't even know what they gave me to be honest with you but something that Put me basically to sleep, and they had me sign paperwork that I didn't understand, Right. Um, yeah. telling me it was for insurance when it wasn't. And so this whole that's... situation occurred where I was basically held um, effectively against my will, and I had to figure out how to get out of it. Jeez. And it was the, it was more traumatic than the assault, to be honest with you. So the American that's healthcare really
0: system—that's wanna... the American yeah, healthcare so... system for you, yeah.
1: Yeah, and just in the fact, like, and I was sent to a city an hour away. That was a very you know a very poor part of town and the the demographic there was just like a lot of there was like it was a lot I shouldn't have been sent there for what happened to me I was I needed therapy right and they ended up sending me to a glorified prison but I asked for therapy I was told and I quote we don't do that here
2: no joke
1: yeah, it was truly a horrific experience. But the thing about me now is I've I've gotten to a place in my life where that's that's my past and that's stuff I'm Good. still processing. In fact, I'm about to get back into uh EMDR with all that and so I'm what really is, excited what is that? Uh it's like I think it's like eye desensitization.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Something so oh I don't remember. If you Google mm. it, it'll tell you the exact acronym. But basically mm. it's One of the most revered um, therapies for traumatized individuals, it kind of helps um, break down uh, the the memory links and Mm -hmm. helps get to the source and root of the trauma and emotions within you. Mm -hmm. Because I truly believe if I hadn't gone through EMDR in 2017 and 2018, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have survived 2020.
0: You said EMDR?
1: EMDR. EMDR? Yeah.
0: EMDR therapy?
1: Yes thank you i just i always i can never remember the acronym but
0: eye movement desensitization and reprocessing is a form of psychotherapy in which the person being treated recalls distressing experiences whilst doing bilateral stimulation such as side to side eye movement or tapping either side of the body
1: if you get a trauma specialist therapist it's Mm. that therapy saved my life
0: no joke how did how was it helpful
1: well um so basically with like with the eye movements uh, mm-hmm. in conjunction with recalling therapy and having someone to keep you grounded mm-hmm. they also set up like a safe space for you you know mm-hmm. like um you, like for me essentially i like created this vision of a field i'm not going to go into specifics because it's, it's a personal thing right, right, me, right. I understand. Sure like this sunny field with these certain smells and certain visuals that like um are basically designed to like help make you feel safe and grounded and Mm. come down from delving into the depths and darkness and despair of the worst moments and trauma of people for people Mm. who have experienced some of the most horrific things like like childhood essay is probably one of the worst things a human can experience and that's the foundation of my life Mm. so because of that you know, and because of that therapy, I was able to unpack that along with many of the other things that um I had had the experience. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's deep, dude. Are you are you currently still going through? Like, is are you are you currently only doing EMDR therapy, or are you doing like a host of well,
1: other? started it yet i am oh, the okay. there's a there's a build-up process okay she's setting up the building blocks i'm, I'm speaking with she's a new person because like i said i just relocated here right it took me a minute to get in with her um also so you just is,
0: just how long have you been in florida
1: uh since october but oh. it took me a while to get in the door with her and also I wasn't emotionally ready when I moved here. Right, right. I am now. Right. I'm in a much better place. You need to be at a certain level of stable mm. before you can ever explore EMDR. You, right. the, the EMDR is not something you do when you're like in distress and need like talk therapy or, um, you know, some other type of deconstruction because that's digging in your past. If you have current urgent problems,
2: mm-hmm.
1: there, there are different therapies for that, like DBT, for example.
0: What's that? Break it down for us.
1: Uh, Something behavioral therapy mm-hmm. asking me questions i didn't do my homework on i'm about to say yeah that's
0: why i feel for, keep talking i'm googling right now <laughs> no you're good
1: so yeah so yeah that, that's basically
0: um oh the, did you say dmt therapy
1: d as in david b
0: dbt, DBT okay because yeah dmt mm-hmm. therapy they're talking about drugs and joe rogan i was like what oh <laughs> Dialectical behavioral therapy is an evidence-based psychotherapy that began with efforts to treat personality disorders and interpersonal conflicts. Yep. Cool.
1: I don't believe I'm I have a personality disorder. However, mm. it's a really great trauma-based therapy as right.
0: well. I, I believe that. I believe that, dude. This is deep, dude.
1: <laughs> so I'm like yeah I'm I sorry I don't know how to not be deep I've tried I've tried
0: <laughs> to you, know, you, <laughs> you. Ditsy isn't in your vocabulary it's huh? boring <laughs> so yeah sorry dude I've been talking your head off let's get to um.
1: oh no oh yeah we've got questions that yeah way. we've got We're yeah, yeah we've got but yeah that's just like because I know I think in my bio like I talk about mental health and stuff like that so Absolutely. That, that, that touches those topics for sure but that's the that's the stuff that I think makes the meat of my book
0: yeah, that's, you know? a, dude, that's definitely. When, do you have any kind of like, hey, I'm gonna be releasing chapters or previews anytime in the near future? No. Okay.
1: I <laughs> need. I need, te- I need. I'm. I'm. I am completely doing this like uneducated, but you need you guys are authors, no publishers, <laughs> editors, anybody, uh, hit me up. I need help. I need resources, videos to watch,
2: okay. ways <laughs> to
1: learn how to do that. Just right. Throwing that out in the universe definitely this is a real this is my life's dream my dream is to publish a book even if i just self-publish on amazon i don't care Mm. my goal my like the thing that i want the most from this lifetime for me is to complete this book whether it's in 10 years five years next year i don't really care
0: (laughs) definitely i got some resources for you so i'll definitely uh share some stuff with you yeah i mean it's not it's not huge but yeah we'll talk about it after uh after the interview (laughs) and i'll take care of you um so let us get to the questions and before we get to the questions i just want to say thank you for coming on and sharing uh some of what you've gone through and some and some of what you're g- getting into and uh the process of growth man i mean that's that's definitely dope Absolutely. i didn't realize you were saying it was only since october we were talking about 2015 and 2016 i was thinking oh, you've been there for years i didn't know no, that you had my just moved.
1: in june of last year like when we finally cut ties no we joke broke up for like nine months in 2019 that let's don't about time to get into my breakup story <laughs> but <laughs> recently you know it was just it, it's just been it's been a lot it's been a lot of craziness timelines are wild that's why i want to write a book about right
2: <laughs>
0: definitely <laughs> definitely i'm saying from all the followers you get they're gonna love that story dude so yeah we definitely want to hear it
1: i hope so
0: all right so now getting into some of the questions that were posted i'm going to read their name and then the question up first So I will try to do my best to make these questions make sense because uh, not everything is written, I'll say, in proper English. Um, and if you don't know the answer, then we can just skip it. Or if it's too vague, we can skip it. So Apple Pie has a, the question of, how do you feel the same as other BBW if you do? And how do you feel differently if you do?
1: So basically, how do I feel in comparison to BBWs, whether different or in in comparison with right
0: take it however you want to take it yeah <laughs> okay.
1: i mean at the end of the day mm-hmm. i think like you know the term bbw SSBBW. i use them i um i don't i'm not offended by them mm. but i am not just a porn category you right. know
0: absolutely and
1: so like for me you know I believe that like the struggles and plights of the modern woman and you know, in that, that hit those weight categories is a very nuanced topic. Mm -hmm. And I think that we all share the same experience of having to consistently confront and overcome the, um, stigmas within the americanized beauty standards Mm. i I really think that's something that we all have in common
2: that
1: whether they're whether you choose to be ignorant to it or not whether you choose to um whether you choose to participate in those narratives that's your choice Mm. you know but we all whether we admit to it or not experience it or whether we put the effort into acknowledging it or not because we all will walk out of a room and have people comment that's behind our back. We all will yeah. walk in, you know, especially if you're someone of my size, we'll all walk into a room and we'll go into a restaurant and have to instantly survey what's the seating like, who's here. Mm-hmm. Are there any large groups of teenage boys? Because those They're
0: jerks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: there.
0: From the yeah, age of about no, 12 like, to, like, 17. Yeah, that's the biggest jerk. Yeah, yeah no, the range, yeah. No, I was
1: literally, <laughs> I was walking, because I have a very intense, like, Pokemon Go habit. Uh-huh. I walked to um a church that has, like, a courtyard and all mm. this stuff that's not far from where I live. Mm. And there was, like, some, boy, some teenage boys biking around. And... Mm i'm literally walking and like Mm. playing pokemon and they're they bike by me and i couldn't even hear what they said Mm. but i was recording myself on instagram stories and you could hear them yelling something at me and i think i picked up a word that Mm. they were clearly like
0: just being stupid just they were just being stupid yeah yeah they're they're just being stupid
1: i'm 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 quite literally doing a physical activity
2: right 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 right
1: anyway like <laughs> shit man can't fucking win anyway.
2: right <laughs>
1: so in that regard i don't really know in what ways i would differ but beyond the fact that we all or have our own unique experiences and lives and we're not really I, I think sometimes i struggle with the balance of like not wanting to define myself too much by my way but feeling pride and the fact that mm i love myself as much as i do right that's because a... i worked hard mm. fucking hard to get to that point i know that's even right even in the depths and darkness of depression and and trauma the fact that that foundation exists
2: mm-hmm.
1: is something that a lot of people don't have right and I worked really, really hard to get mine, and so for that, like, I'm constantly thankful.
0: A hundred percent, dude. Having having a strong mental health is absolutely because, like you say, even if and you never,
1: some mental health strong
0: now, right? right? <laughs> 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 I got you. No, but being able to see yourself in a positive light that's that's yeah. that's it, that's like ninety percent of the battle, especially climbing over that mountain, that's huh. climbing over that hill. Even people who are, you know, on any side of the the, the weight spectrum, whether it's underweight, you know. Midweight, overweight. Absolutely. If you don't love yourself, you it won't matter what side of you know what part of the spectrum you're on. So the fact that you love yourself is yeah. a huge, huge. So
1: it's so crazy. It, so, I just want to interject for a second because yeah. it's so crazy. There's this girl we went to high school with. Um, like we spent freshman year together and we reconnected in her adulthood. Mm-hmm. When when I knew her and for a lot of her adult you know years, she was like ninety pounds soaking wet. She was mm. so so tiny and um when we reconnected and stuff yeah. i've like I've, I've watched her come into her body and learn how to love herself and there were points where she was talking about how excited she was to gain weight and all these things because she started to put on a little bit more weight and and something that was truly really struggled with and she's talked about you know her struggles with that but she's also sat back and listened to me listened mm-hmm. to my experiences and understands that fat phobia is not equivalent to skinny shaming and she understands that but she also talks about her frustration because at the end of the day while i do believe that there's a lot of systematic issues in, in regards to how fat people are treated that are not equivalent to that mm. it's important that we just stop fucking shaming women
2: right <laughs> we're right. like
1: skinny or fat and that's something i strong i believe strongly in. and i've lost people i've lost friends who are in the fat spaces because they don't want to take a moment to acknowledge that because of their own hurt and their own bias and their own pain and trust me mm-hmm. i get it that was me when i was like 22 right you know mm-hmm. but as years have gone on, i've gotten older and i've just turned 30 and all of that i just i feel like my friendship with her taught me a lot mm-hmm. and having the having the ability to watch her also respect me and respect my experiences and see and understand how they're categorically different mm-hmm. has really allowed me to view
0: that within a different balance i suppose mm, wow that's dope dude so you say you guys still keeping the contact as of today are you
1: guys got... yeah she to be like today okay. <laughs> <She's awesome. laughs> Get you. Yeah. So, so do you, She's do, great you girl. do you guys shout out to,
0: courtney. <laughs> shout out to you courtney <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna bounce to the next question really quickly oh this is hilarious well not hilarious but it's right in the tune of what oh. we we're talking about so this is from jovis oh jovi jovi yeah
1: yeah
0: okay shouts out to jovi i I was gonna try to do the whole name but hey jovi so jovi said (laughs) what do you do when you're not feeling your best to help boost your mood
1: um i love things that look the first thing in my head is like things that smell good Mm. like Vanilla sprays, incense. So um,
0: you'd have like a sensory. You'd like to have
2: like a sensory. I was sensor. going to say, yes, like, yeah. <laughs> like changing
1: the sensory input yeah. to like positive things. Like depending on what's causing the mental issues like or having those moments, sometimes like cooking or doing something with food helps. Sometimes it makes it worse mm. because um, I've, I've, had, I've had a very long, drawn out, difficult battle with an eating disorder for many, many years, mm. most of my the majority of my life and um in recent years it had actually flipped from more exclusively like i've been diagnosed with a gene disorder but mm. I, I it's flipped more so when i went through some scarcity stuff um
2: mm.
1: like running into anorexia and so when i was like 500 pounds in anorexia like no one gave a fuck mm. even though i was like literally i like literally passed out at work and like all these things happened to me oh my when goodness. you're fat and you're dealing with anorexia people celebrate it
2: it's, oh, wow. it's one of
1: the most fucked up mental games I've ever experienced. And so for me, you know, thinking about that question and stuff, it's just like anything that I can do, like there's, I've got a, I've got a list. Like, I mean, sometimes it's as simple as I need to turn my brain off and I'm going to just disassociate and watch TikTok for an hour or <laughs> watch a comfort TV show, like how I met your mother or do my makeup or mm-hmm. um, watercolor paint or call a friend and just bitch, you know. Whatever, whatever. I just try to listen to my spirit and try mm-hmm. to like connect with what's making me feel wrong, right. to see if there's something I can do to write it. And if I can't write it, if I can't change it, then the best thing that I can do is just take a beat. And even if you need to just ignore it for a minute, just you can always revisit it. Right. And because so sometimes distraction is a really, really pivotal, important uh, coping skill. Yeah. But sometimes it can be abused. So right. that's something that. I've
0: had to, like, kind of work with on that. Okay, dude, that's dope. That's really dope. Shouts out to you, then. Yeah, I've definitely, uh since I've tr- tried the whole, like, working from home thing, being able to compartmentalize and being able to, like, okay, I just need a minute away from this before I come back to it, It's definitely huge. I sure. definitely agree 100% with that. The next question, oh, I'm going to skip over that one. Um, uh, dude, some of these questions are right in line with what we're talking about a question from okay. millam stick millamystic there we go mellamistic there we go uh millamistic says how to find how do you find courage to start posting actively on social media
1: ooh that kind of touches to what we was ta- i was talking about earlier mm-hmm. um it took a lot of time and healing mm. for me okay. cuz that relates back to the trauma mm-hmm. that really, that really, like, cause at the end of the day, like I wasn't just posted on Reddit. I was I'm like scared to say some of these websites. I don't want to those direct these forums. I like, right. I don't. Right. <laughs> but like, there were there's just like these a lot of these like scuzzy, like hole-in-the-wall forums. Yeah. Um places like I am not even gonna say the names, honestly. Yeah, don't don't give yet. them a shout out. But, yeah, don't give these, them any promotion. These, these yeah. really um these forums dedicated mm-hmm. to basically being ableist, shitty in sales, and racist. Mm -hmm. Xenophobic, incel behaviors, Mm -hmm. just like, you know, I had people just talking about how excited they were for me to die. Jeez. Um, that, and I swear, my life, my crime back Mm -hmm. then was being opinionated, being a woman, Mm -hmm. being fat, and being public on the internet. Yeah, you know what? I'm sure I could have been bratty sometimes. I'm sure. I was wrong in certain like minor social situations. I'm sure that I was, I was possibly cringy or annoying. Absolutely. Right. Right. None of that warranted what the fuck happened. No, seriously, seriously. And so for, for that experience to happen and leave the internet, what initially got me the courage when I was like in my early, early twenties was actually before, um, before what's the word? Uh, Instagram. Mm. I posted on like more fat positive subreddits, ironically, mm. and so like like ones with the terms like BBW and other things.
0: Right, right, I know what you mean.
1: And so that was one of the first times that I was ever hyped up on my appearance mm. ever.
0: Oh, that's so. That was an awesome and, feeling for you. I'm just...
1: Yeah, it was a little addicting. You know? <laughs> so for me, it was like it was like okay, because like I mean, I I quite literally. The first time I ever learned about BBW was uh, I had just turned 18 and gotten access to the chat rooms uh, mm. on the Yahoo Messenger, <laughs> and I was going through... Shout like, out Yahoo Messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to date myself a second. Yes. This was like in 2010, though, okay. so I was, I was just, like, late to the game. I got you. Now, um, so I was, like, going through all these things, and the, all of them made sense. I was like, like you know, I know interracial me. Like, that makes sense. Like, mm. what I, oldies, okay, old people got it, but right. then there was BBW, and I'm like sitting there like like a fat brand new 18 year old and i'm like what's this i click on it and i sit back and i'm like reading and i'm like i don't know what this is so i literally was like what does bbw mean like, i genuinely didn't know right and they were like they said big beautiful woman and mm. so my response and this is a little sad um my response was wait people actually like fat people <laughs> really, sad. really sad i acknowledge that and So they, they thought I was trolling, right? Mm. So they started, to, and I was like, I started panicking. I was like, No, 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 wait! You don't understand. Mm. I'm 18 and I'm fat. Mm. So then my DMs blew up. Right? Yeah, of like, course. Uh, of course. A
0: right. <laughs> that was the horrible and, thing for you to say. Yeah, I'm sure you got flooded. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, fun <laughs> fact: that's how I lost my virginity. Uh <laughs>
0: Like I say, shout out Yahoo Messenger. <laughs> so yeah, that was
1: that's his own fucking story. I'm not getting into because my parents might watch this. And
0: no. But anyway. <laughs> um, oh man, hashtag yeah, so, hashtag Yahoo Messenger. I'm gonna that's gonna be description right? of this oh, episode.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs>
1: crazy. I was such a goody two kid. Like mm. that was honestly, ironically, that's the catalyst of like how I ended up leaving Mormonism. I was already questioning for a couple of years, but mm. that was ironically that Yahoo message board was like
0: that was the catalyst that kicked it all Led to off? a
1: shift and led to the last time I ever went to church and. Or I said, this is not for me. This like, is not who I'm, I
0: am. I'm clearly oblivious and ignorant. I thought Mormons were, like, I thought it was, like, based in Utah. But you said you were based in Georgia.
1: So, Isn't... the reason why there's that stereotype is, first of all, I swear to God, I think, like, Utah is 90% Mormons. Like, and I'm not exaggerating. Right. Um, But, like, basically, back in, like, I guess the pioneer days, essentially, like, mm. all the Mormons, like, um trailed up to Utah and settled there, essentially. hmm mm. Um, and like, you know, they built like Brigham University and all that. So, yeah, I mean, no, but I mean, they're global. Mm. I mean, there's my, my, there's, there's uh, Mormon churches in almost every country.
0: I was just going to ask that. So you guys had a Mormon church or was it where you guys yeah, worshiping I mean, at there's
1: home? Like, wow. There was tons of Mormon churches. There's tons of Mormon churches. Like if you just go on Google, wherever you live, I'm sure right. um, this is prevalent as like Christian because well, it's a branch of Christianity, yeah, it's but it's right, yeah. like, baptist or catholic churches right they're, in yes. the united states there's they're
0: everywhere mm. i'm gonna have to look up because now i am curious um
1: i mean i don't personally recommend it but like i still have family that are Mormon and people that i care about that are women and i respect them but that's um, dope i have my own personal beliefs on why i don't agree with it, no, I I got, it. you know i'm a i'm a bisexual um, queer woman yeah. and I did not fully come to terms with that until I was 27, mm. even though I left the church when I was 18. Right. So I I really struggled with that, and I, I it was kind of ironic. I, I quite literally had a very cliche conversation in high school where I was on the wrong side of history, and I was batting off everything I'd been spoon fed my whole life. And mm. I was talking to this guy, and I was talking about Bible this this that whatever. <laughs> and so this guy he he's getting increasingly frustrated with me because I'm wrong and I'm being stupid. Mm. And um, he eventually just goes, you know what I don't get is I don't understand why two people can't love each other. And I remember I'll never forget the feeling of when I froze and I looked at him and this quiet little voice, like this quiet little thought in my head of, I don't know either.
2: Mm.
1: And that was the moment that the glass shattered. That was the moment that I realized that everything I believed, everything I knew was everything that I had just been taught Puppet, Mm. and as I started to question things, as I tried to teach myself, as I started to be more inquisitive and question my beliefs, I only got pushback.
2: Mm.
1: I only got pray about it, I only got read the Book of Mormon, I only got you know, it's it's got God's way, whatever the hell they said, right? And then
0: no satisfying answers, the
1: the glass shattered. That's the only way I can explain it, and Mm -hmm. I was never the same after that,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah. That's usually the point. That's usually the point whenever, whenever someone has a question that they feel like they're not actually getting answered that they're getting the workaround, that's usually the, like you say, the catalyst for stepping away from something. So let me see here. Sorry, I got a little, let me get out of here. All right, so now we got rapid fire questions. (laughs)
2: Okay,
0: let's go. We're definitely not asking that question um so what is the uh, some of these are cut off so unfortunately guys i can't say your name what is the greatest obstacle you've had to overcome well let me let me change the question would you say that the greatest obstacle would be a mental obstacle or a physical obstacle that you've had to overcome
1: mental
0: mental do you think do you think in 20 15, if you were in a healthier headspace that you would have ended up here where you currently are now or do you think you would be in a different position like back in 2015 if you didn't if you didn't have to deal with you know a stalker basically trying to kill you and putting out your information and sabotaging basically your entire well, life
1: I just want to be clear I don't think he ever tried to actually kill me right um, except right right maybe he had his weird he's a self-proclaimed uh sociopath and he had this weird fascination with Um, inducing tbis and traumatized women because he thought it was scientifically possible whether it is or not i'm not sure but that's what he thought and he he had essentially what i think was more or less a wet dream of doing that to his ex and that was put on to me when i finally got the courage to block him last year um when he hacked my cash app and cloned my phone number and all that that was fun um, Jeez,
0: people are yeah. psychotic. Yeah, I told say- you, my life is
1: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm things I'm not bored?
0: I'm about to say you could no, do the autobiography. You could do like four or five movies off that man. Jeez, that oh, is.
1: I literally, that's so funny you said that. I've literally said I've lived like three or four lifetime movies.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I
1: ex boyfriend that literally tried to kill himself in front of me. So.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness just we're now, definitely by gonna... way, that's
1: something that like traumatized people do is you say really fucked up things and then just laugh because that's, <laughs> it's a joke it's fine
0: right no but, I, i'm um, i'm 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 in the dark humor so i'm definitely
1: <laughs> right i laugh at anything to anyway be able, like, a little more mindful because like yeah like that's why i mentioned the trigger warning in the beginning because mm. it's just like i'm a walking trigger warning to be honest
0: I so, hope people so, who who watch this realize that I say crazy things all the time. So if you're watching this right now and you think that this is gonna be <laughs> all roses and daisies, just just stop watching now. Just please shut it off. Um, yeah.
1: So um. Mm. So back so back to what you were saying about like the 2015 and stuff. Like mm. that's stuff was But in, in the tears of trauma, let's mm. seriously like like lower like five six.
2: Mm. Really.
1: So because mm. I haven't even got I haven't even mentioned the really shitty things because um i don't i'm i'm in a good mood oh my gosh (laughs) and yeah so i don't want to go there let's let's touched on them in the beginning when this was a little heavier but
0: right oh my goodness but
1: but but, you know with surviving multiple types of uh sexual assault and um things like watching someone like try to trigger warning slit their own throat things like that and physically being the person to stop them stuff like that right Internet bullies can suck a dick. Right,
0: right, <laughs> right. That's so, nothing at this point. Yeah, jeez. Yeah,
1: like, like, own oh, your big and bad behind your keyboard. Oh, you're like, <laughs> right, what do you do? right. Please.
0: People the online are that hilarious. The
1: scariest was I had someone like in the inside of my life, right, in real hours, life, hours right, on video chat before I realized he was who he was. Exactly.
0: So. Yeah, that's that's scary. Like it's one thing to have yeah. to deal with trolls online, but to have somebody in your actual life that's feeding the trolls online, yeah, that's that's scary.
1: Cuz that's the thing is whenever this was going on, there were other girls, some of mm. which I was friends with, some of which I wasn't. Mm. One girl, we actually had a feud that the trolls were feeding. That was not fun. Jeez. But this um the, these other girls like i was friends with and all of that they were experiencing the same thing i was but even they were and other people were like there's something different about what's going on with you mm-hmm. like the level that this is going on is so personal and so right. bizarre right. no one understood why and eventually i figured it out
0: right right you got to the bottom of it damn
1: yeah yeah and then i had to, I, I did some like crazy shit last year i like i had to get i tried to get the police involved and it ended up kind of boiling down to and I haven't had the chance to yet. I actually have fan family in Indianapolis, but if he hadn't, if I, I essentially did something that I call reverse doxing, mm-hmm. I went into one of his, um, I don't know, 100 plus fake Facebook profiles that I knew was him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, I know this is you. Um, I gave him all the information I got on the background check. My friend ran on him because one of my internet friends, mm-hmm. somehow her mom dated his half brother at one point before he died the half brother died and this was a crazy connection that i put together from one random conversation i had with him in like 2014 and a conversation i had with her Mm -hmm. and so she actually paid for the background check and all that and we confirmed it we confirmed Mm -hmm. that these two people were related Mm -hmm. and the basically like the person that the half brother did some really fucked up stuff and i'm not it's not my business to share but Mm -hmm. basically because of all that i basically said if you don't leave me alone mm. and if you don't back the fuck off mm. i will ruin your life Dang. i have your address i confirmed that this is where you still live on snapchat i logged into my snapchat that i hadn't used in years and look at his location because mm. he was still on it right i got the addresses off the background check from my friend mm. and was like I have all this information. I'm not going to publish it because I'm not a monster. Right. But I will use this to hurt you if you don't stop trying to hurt me.
0: Absolutely.
1: haven't
0: heard from sense. Dang. Go ahead then, girl. I,
1: uh, he hasn't set spam bots on my profile. Mm. He stopped. I changed. I had to change my phone number because mm. I was getting, like, the, the, you know, like, the Trump sign-up text right, messages. Right, right, right. He, and one time, the reason he cloned my phone number is I was like, deleting, ignoring the the daily spam text with mm. all the links that he was sending. hmm and one day my finger slipped and I accidentally clicked on the link. Mm-hmm. So he, I was able to get an access to my phone. Dang. So yeah. Dude, that's was, deep. I, I, yeah, I, I watched him. I watched him use the dark web.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I, 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 he forced me to view it. He tried mm-hmm. to, thankfully I'm smarter than this. He tried to get me to use it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I never did. Right. Um, but he obviously tried to get blackmail on me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So a man's a monster.
2: Yeah. It and sounds like unfortunately, it.
1: Unfortunately, he was a catalyst in my ultimate breakup too.
0: He sounds like the, that's the origin story of like a supervillain. Like, he's definitely yeah. like two weeks away he's from. Sad.
1: I mean, he's, he's too lazy and old <laughs> to really, I think, be too damaging outside of his normal oh, rotten bullshit. Good, but
0: good. At least, I, yeah, if and he if was he like. Sees
1: this, I'm just going to say fuck you and never talk to me again. And if this insight's raging you, boo boo. Uh huh.
0: He's just at home shaking his fist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. You're, yeah, like you say, your story is, yeah, one for the ages
1: thank you yeah Um, i mean and the thing is i think a lot of people sometimes like is it really that bad Like, i have so many witnesses to this shit mm -hmm. because it was crazy before i fractured my foot i was on to something going on Mm -hmm. i was on to him i had uh made the choice to block him and I soft blocked him. I kept him on Instagram
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's when I was like, I was watching how, because you can see who views your story. Right, right. So I was like seeing how his behaviors had changed and I was monitoring everything and then essentially he um, waited until I fractured my foot and 12 hours later, that's when he hacked to cash out because hey. he was trying to induce the highest amount of trauma mm-hmm. and stress in me. Which okay. is exactly how he described um, potentially causing a TBI and his ex, who I apparently reminded him so much of.
0: What does TBI psychotic. stand for?
1: A traumatic brain injury, which can be induced Jeez. in people with severe trauma mm. um, based on causing more trauma and stress. And at the time, I was not doing great mentally.
0: Oh, my and goodness. Yeah. Holy shnikes. Yeah, that is, yeah, we're going to move on from that. That is definitely, <laughs> yeah. that is dark. Let's see.
1: Welcome to my life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, you can feel free to skip this question if you want to. It says, what's your bra size? How do you manage? Can I get some tips? Because even I'm plus size. I don't know what that's insinuating, but if you want to skip this question, Uh, I'm probably
1: just saying that they wish they had, like, you know, a bigger chest for Mm -hmm. their body type. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean... I mean, I'm a triple D, mm-hmm. and I, I,
2: I don't know. I just my body grew this way.
1: <laughs> I Listen, I want some of an, I want more of an ass. So if you want to trade ass for tits, I got you. There you go. You know.
0: Oh man! All righty. <laughs> Next question.
2: <laughs> um,
0: what would be your dream collaboration? Brand or person either well let's do one of one let's do one one brand one person
1: so one person honestly honestly i think it'd be kelly belly ohio i love her
0: oh okay So much. yeah i follow I her wanna, i
1: don't want to fucking clap i want to meet her i want to well, have
0: lunch
1: with her. <laughs> and i want to tell her how sweet and amusing i think she is dope um i love her do you know who kelly belly ohio is yeah
0: yeah i follow her yeah
1: yeah i love her like uh, she knows someone that i know i, mm. I, I kind of or like i once i used to like hang with or whatever mm. and like we're Facebook friends but we're not like friends friends but right, like, right. i adore her <laughs> i think she's one of the sweetest people she's helped me so much in like coming to understand and, and love and express my polyamory because she's she's polyamorous mm. um ssbbw who um you know she's the person that really helped me prep and Plan. when I flew here, I was so scared and she has this, like, awesome tutorial on, like, um, how SSBBWs can, like, fly with Southwest and get the second seat for free. Mm. And she, like, broke down the different plane types, like, find, like where to see it on your ticket, which one's better, if you have this one, what to know, what to plan for it, like, she resolved my travel anxiety by, by putting all that work in. I think it's like an Instagram pilot she has or something. Awesome. Um, and She shares her life and the relationship with her boyfriends and um, the people she's with and she's just got such a cool life story mm. and I adore her. I absolutely fucking adore her. So for person, absolutely her.
0: Kelly um, Belly, Ohio. Shout out to you, girl. Shout out to Kelly yeah, Belly, Ohio.
1: Incredible. <laughs> and if you don't follow her, which she's got way more followers than I can do. <laughs> don't follow where you're missing out
2: right right <laughs> um,
1: but if, if if you do you know what I'm talking about yeah, amazing. Yeah. so great energy, um, yeah. mm-hmm. well I was in the midst of potentially working with my favorite clothing company but they've kind of been ghosting me lately so I'm not going to like say names on that front but
0: yeah not until they um, pay
1: you <laughs> that was well, honestly kind of a collab i'm sorry what were
0: you gonna say no no i was just saying yeah not until they pay you no shout outs until they pay you <laughs>
1: <laughs> um uh right now shameless self promo no, i am currently collaborating with adam and eve code fat rose get percent off and free sh- discrete shipping
0: go ahead i'll put that link in the description <laughs> go ahead girl get that hustle i ain't mad at
1: you <laughs> no but um as, beyond sex toys i would say something either like um actually crystal related or mm. um I don't have an exact brand or person or anything like that. Um, something like crystal related, something witchy like that. Or um, hmm, I'm really stubbed. I am I should this is something I should like journal about (laughs) try to manifest.
2: Uh-huh. Go ahead. Good question. (laughs) Um hmm.
1: yeah, like clothing or makeup. I would say um I would love to collaborate with like a small business, like something Mm. someone with like a really quality products like i'm really open to mm. a lot of things i would i would love to um yeah something like that or some kind of like cute little snack moment like mm. some food related. like i'm really yeah, i think i just i don't have a specific answer for a brand right now i got you and maybe that's a good thing keep it ambiguous get people to reach out there's yeah. a <laughs> emails in my link tree on my instagram go
0: ahead <laughs> so all this will be in the description in the youtube channel so if you want to collaborate with it <laughs> reach out <laughs> so let's see i'm gonna ask you maybe let me see how see how we are on time oh wow we just hit the okay so we'll do one one more question before we get out of here i definitely gonna have to have you on for a second interview uh this was a very awesome interview yeah
1: i would love to do that are you kidding
0: so let's see Hey,
1: you want to like co-host a podcast let's talk for sure (laughs) Really for sure
0: day. absolutely like i said we've definitely got to talk about the other stuff you talk about as far as me giving you resources for that so yeah i'll tell you we'll talk about podcasts and all that 100 percent. yeah dude i'm guessing your fans know intimately what's going on in your life because they have they have some very specific questions that i don't that well we... i also
1: had some like really close friends yeah. that asked some good questions and you can yeah you can ask a couple questions if we got time i, I got all day let's see i'm also a talker sorry about that
0: <laughs> <laughs> you answered some of these actually no and you're fine i mean that's that's what the, that's what people are here for they're not here to listen look at my face they're here to hear you talk and look at you let's see yeah you actually answered a lot of these oh, okay. Yeah, it's like any model any bbw models you looked up to you just named kelly belly what are you grateful for you are yeah how would your friends describe you we've touched on a lot of those questions um, so, for the last question, let's say, what does a day in the life of Rosie look like?
1: Um, it depends on the day.
2: Okay. <laughs> um,
1: I'm, in this current stage in my life, I've really gone gotten to the point of the best way I can operate is to go with the flow. Mm. Is to uh, read my body, respect mm. my body's wishes. Mm. Uh, not even just my body, but, like, my spirit, my my brain yeah if you will if i am depressed it is okay mm. to lay in bed mm. and be sad and take your moment mm. um allow, allow yourself to process what's happening so that way it doesn't stay with you cuz that's the shit that poisons you mm. so for me it's like some days it's you know i'm going to like you know do a little bit cleaning and cooking and then i'm going to go like run and play pokemon go for one day i've went out and played pokemon go for like 10 hours i'm
0: addicted it's a problem. i got you i see you post about it a lot but now i'm, I'm yeah. finally understanding i'm finally understanding
1: i just i don't know what it is man It's like i started download i downloaded it to like to like play with my brother and then now i've ended up surpassing him in levels uh-huh. and i play way more than he does now i don't know how that happened but um now it's like you know i i just started working part-time i do um health surveys in conjunction with the cdc and local state health departments so awesome. if you ever get a random phone call mm-hmm. for those things uh, take the time to do it i mean just psa right like it, it helps you and your local communities mm-hmm. gather health census data it's totally anonymous it yep. takes like 20 30 minutes mm-hmm seriously you should do them like i probably would have been the person that would have hung up on them too before i took this job but <laughs> having gone through the surveys and like kind of learning about it i was like okay like this makes a lot more sense like and if you're busy you know schedule callbacks all that whatever right and it's all randomly generated so mm. like it's just they randomly call based on like the, how the numbers pop up so
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so i do that part-time right now which mm-hmm. is really a big development for me because there was a point last year where I was convinced and I'm still, I'm still a little nervous. It's been going really well, but because of everything that was going on and how I was doing physically and mentally, I was, there was a point where I just considered like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to work again. And so the fact that I'm, I'm maintaining a part-time job, Mm. it's it's been a hard adjustment. The first week was really hard, but um, I've been getting better at the stress management because stress, my stress tolerance is non-existent and it's been, it's been worn down so heavily do the trauma yeah so there was there's been a point where um i was seriously like considering being just getting on disability and and doing that which i'm not and mm. I, and at this point i think i'm gonna try really hard and this is not to dog anyone that does it i think everyone needs to use those resources if, if they feel it's necessary mm. but i think for me i have a potential of not needing those services and saving up for other people that need them. That's awesome. And I, and I know that that, that is there. And I know that my diagnosis qualifies. And mm-hmm. I know that if I went and played the game and went through the hoops, right. I could get it. Right. Um, and I absolutely qualify for it, but at this stage in my life and how I've healed and the things that I've been able to do and it was at my age, mm-hmm. I really want to see if I can make more for myself than, yeah. um, than that. And I really, and like I said, I really, really, really believe that there's nothing wrong if that's something that you need that you should take. And I think people that are stigmatized against that are um, selfish and not very compassionate to other people's lived experiences. 100%
0: dude. Wow. All very thoughtful answers. I appreciate you, man. (laughs) I really appreciate you. mm Yeah. so with that miss rosie i think we're gonna wrap it up for today um okay. i want to say that i really appreciate you coming by the show today we had a nice long conversation man i really the time flew by i did not know we had been over an yeah, hour so far
2: uh
0: so yeah according to my clock it's eight forty one. if we're on, oh, right? so, okay, yeah, we're on the same time zone so
2: okay yeah we're
0: in the same time zone yeah geez no idea where the time went so i'm gonna get on offer here thank you so much for being an awesome guest and coming by and yeah, I'll post this on pretty soon and uh we'll see how it does. Uh hopefully no crazy people. Thank you
1: people. so much for the invite. I had a really great time. Thank you.
0: <laughs> no problem. Got to have you again, man. So, with that Please. With that, I am signing off. I am anonymous. She is Rosie, and we will catch you next time. Peace. Okay. So, I really appreciate you. Thank you very much. Um I'm probably going to post this in the next couple of like days or so. I want to try to get it in before Monday um across sure. across this like um platforms and then i'm going to post a youtube video so whenever i do that i will post a link i try to post like a clip on instagram and twitter just to point people in the right direction so i'll try to i'll try to tag you in it and uh once again thanks and do you have any questions for me anything you want me to edit out or change or anything
1: no i don't think i said any names of anything that it needs to be edited out Uh, um uh the resources stuff
0: Mm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna shoot those. I'm gonna shoot those over, and I'm gonna send you the links oh, to the places.
2: Okay, cool, cool.
1: cool. Awesome, yeah, and I'm serious. If you ever wanted to, like, like my what? So I was friends with this person that I'm no longer friends with, and I haven't really explored it since. But like. I really want a podcast.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, whether
1: or not is this something you ever want to explore with me, or like if you don't want to do that and you want to, like, maybe you can just answer questions for me when I'm ready to explore that, whatever. No You're really awesome. I genuinely really like your style of Aww. how you podcast. You have a great voice. <laughs> like, I like. I'm not just kissing your ass. Like,
2: no, I'm serious.
1: <laughs> I was like, I, when I was asked, I was like, oh, this is really exciting. But like, I saw the title of your first podcast. So I went, oh my God, I really hope this isn't bad. When I, listened, I was like, okay, good. Right. <laughs> Joe Rogan is fucking trash. Right. <laughs> right. So I, was, like, I was like, okay, let's find out how this is going to go. And so I was like, okay, okay. I was like, I was, like last thing I would want to do is like, go on a podcast or something I don't align with morally. Right. So when I was listening and I, I heard how you asked questions and, and I really liked that woman that you did the uh, co-hosting with initially, like she's mm. really cool, yeah, all of that. So, yeah, like like i am I'm, I'm not kidding at all about that. That's something I would be very interested in. and I think someone like you or literally you mm. would be a great like counterbalance for someone like me,
0: yeah, most stuff, yeah, I'm always down, man. I'm always down to work and do stuff
1: absolutely. So yeah, and like I said, I really really appreciate the invite. Thank you
0: so much. Oh, no problem. You're awesome and I love the energy, so I had to get you on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ex- I'm so excited. <laughs> so